This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. As the clock ticks down on transfer deadline day, we're here with you on Blood Red, covering every twist and turn as Liverpool look to complete some late business. With Luis Diaz having already signed up, the Reds looking to Fulham for their teenage kicks with 19-year-old Fabio Carvalho, the man in Julian Ward's sights. We'll find out more about the attacking talents game, just how much promise he has, and discuss whether Carvalho could follow in Harvey Elliott's footsteps on his way to Anfield. To do all of that and offer the view from Fulham, it's a pleasure to welcome Dan Cook from the Fulhamish podcast to Blood Red. Dan, how are you keeping? Yeah, good. Thank you, guys. It's been a, been a bit of a roller coaster past 24 hours, um, but it's a pleasure to be on. In terms of the player himself, they're 19 years of age. I mean, the Liverpool fan base, there's plenty of excitement and buzz around Fabio Carvalho. And is that justified, I suppose? Definitely. Uh, I think anyone who's watched him play this season uh, can see the ability that he has. I think his numbers speak for himself. I mean, if you're looking at a 19-year-old playing in the sort of a 10 role, sometimes playing as a bit of a hybrid number eight as well, to have eight goals, two assists is is fantastic going uh, in a free-scoring Fulham side. He's been right at the heart of everything good. We saw brief glimpses at the end of the Premier League season of what he was capable of when he got his first chance. And then Marco Silva has trusted him from match day one to be his starting number 10, and he's proved him right. Yeah, I know kind of at Fulham, it's Alexandra Mitrovic and, and even Harry Wilson, of course, Liverpool doing business with Fulham in the summer, who've kind of been taking the headlines in just how many goals Fulham have been putting on teams this season. But how much of a role has Carvalho played within that himself? And I suppose just, just kind of talk us through what his game is, what kind of player it is that, that Liverpool could be could be signing. Yeah, it, it's... Quite rightly, I mean, Harry Wilson and Mitrovic have been getting a lot of the the headlines. But if you look at it, it, he scored the same number of goals as Harry Wilson this season, which when you compare the experience the two of them have, um, says quite a lot about what Fabio Carvalho is capable of. He's been integral to the sort of the Fulham Marco Silva system. Uh, it's quite unusual nowadays uh, to see a team use a 10. Uh, it's it's sort of gone out of fashion and something that I think we might touch on earlier about how that works for Fabio going to Liverpool. But he has slotted in there. He's a very dynamic player. He's got that ability to turn seemingly without losing speed, which just you'll see him ghost past players on the half turn. He's very enjoyable to watch. If, uh, As you mentioned earlier, if anyone wants to go and have a look at the Quest highlights from uh, Saturday's game against Blackpool, you'll see him pick the ball up on the halfway line, drift past three, past three players and uh, just kiss the inside of the post, which is unlucky. But that's what he's been doing all season. And I think what sets him apart, though, is and why I think he is adaptable and, and he can fit into a different system, is that if you look at his numbers, he's ranking in the 94th percentile for winning the ball back after pressuring an opponent, which is not something you often see from a number 10, is that sort of tenacity and that desire to win the ball back. And he's done that a lot this season, especially in the middle of the park, uh, helping out winning the ball back high up the pitch and then starting counter-attacks. So he's, he's a very versatile player and he, I think he's, he's got a really high ceiling. That's really exciting, actually, you're mentioning that, I suppose, because if, if there's one thing Jurgen Klopp is synonymous with, it's, it's Gagan pressing, it is that kind of counter-pressing system and and winning the ball back. And I mean, I don't want to put too much pressure or expectation on Fabio Carvalho, but you mentioned before 
tens kind of have drifted out of the game somewhat. Liverpool haven't really played with one since Felipe Coutinho left, that being four years ago now. And I, I don't want to be the guy who, who draws that comparison and says this is the next Coutinho. But the fact that he is there in that kind of attacking midfield area, pressing, winning the ball back, I suppose even, even maybe not even Felipe Coutinho, but a player like Roberto Firmino, whilst he plays as a number nine, drops that deep into that kind of position. And another integral part of, of his game, it, it, it seems, looking at that, as though he'd at least have one key ingredient that, that Jurgen Klopp is so keen to, to bring him to Anfield for. Definitely. I think, and, and this is why I think he has the ability to be converted into a really functional number eight um, because of his work rate off the ball. I think he's not a 10 that only wants to affect the game in the final third, which is where they're, they're you know, I've, I've been sceptical about whether Liverpool's necessarily the right fit, but I think he can make that move. And I think it would probably be a better move for him to drop a little bit deeper than it would be to get pushed out wide. So it'll be interesting to see what role he does play. But I think in terms of ingredients for Klopp, yeah, that, that desire, that work rate mixed with then creativity, direct running, um, really purposeful on the ball. I think it, it is a good combination. Do you think then that, that would be the more likely sort of route for him would be dropping deeper as opposed to, it, it only sort of occurred to me there when you were saying how high his numbers are for pressing high up the pitch. Liverpool have this situation with obviously Salah's contract that's much publicised, but Sadio Mane and Roberto Firmino are in similar situations. I mean, Luis Diaz has come in, many speculating that could be a replacement and an heir for Sadio Mane. Could Carvalho perhaps push into a false nine role or, or would you see it more as a, a midfield option? I think he's better served dropping deeper. I think you lose a little bit of his talents if you, you push him too far forward or, or push him out wide. He's not the physically, doesn't have the biggest stature. He's a very slight kid. Um, and that agility is very useful and where he's he's caused opposition so much problem is in the middle of the park because his ability to turn out of presses and then start running at the defence, I think you just slightly lose that if he's pushed up against the back line. So if you can have him that little bit deeper, taking it on the half turn, running against defences, I think that's where he's at his best. Yeah, it sounds an exciting prospect. You're saying there, he, he likes to counter-press and win the ball. He's quite press-resistant. I mean, it does sound as though he's got the makings of a Liverpool player. In terms of the Fulham perspective then, I was kind of thinking before we were talking about actually how productive the Fulham Academy has been in, in recent years. I mean, even you think someone like Moussa Dembele now playing his, his football out in France, but he came through the Fulham system. Harvey Elliott, of course, Liverpool picked him from Fulham as well. Is this kind of the next one off the conveyor belt? And, and how much excitement has there been around Carvalho for quite a while? As to, you said before, his ceiling's high, just how far he can go? Yeah, I think the, the one difference with this one is that Fabio Carvalho has found himself as a first team player in a successful Fulham side. And if you go back and have a look at, at the other academy prospects that, are, that have left the club. If you look at Amusa Dembele, who scored goals for us in the championship when we were really poor. If you look at Patrick Roberts, who didn't really get game time before he left for City. Harvey Elliott, a couple of fleeting appearances in a relegated side. And then you've got Fabio Carvalho, who's actually, I think, out of all of them, proved his worth the most because he's played now a full half season at the club 
in a in a team that's top of the league and he's been integral to that so i think that's where he's probably the most exciting one coming out of fulham in recent times because he's actually got that experience and that proof on the pitch that he's a top player in terms of ceiling you if you watch clips of him he he does things that top players do that that awareness the ability on the ball and i i think everyone in fulham really thinks that this kid can go a long, long way. And I think the only concern from Fulham fans, and it's where some people have chosen it as a, a stick to beat him with, is that other than Harvey Elliott, if you look at a couple of the other youth prospects who, who have left the club, it's not really worked for them that well. And obviously Harvey Elliott's still got time and it is a shame he got that injury. And I think Fulham fans are, are slightly hesitant to see whether this move now is the right time for him. Because without a doubt, he would have played as our first choice number 10 in the Premier League if we get there next season. So it's how much game time he gets next season, which will be important. I suppose on that, though, I mean, Liverpool have kind of undergone now somewhat of a, a youth recruitment policy, and there's a number of, of really young players. I mean, actually, Carvalho would be at the top end of that, but then looking to break in, the likes of, of Kai Gordon, Bobby Clark have been picked up from Derby and Newcastle in recent times. And of course, whilst Salah's away at AFCON, Gordon has actually featured for the first team. So, I would kind of allay those fears in saying Jurgen Klopp is happy to, to blood these young players. But equally, I'd flip it on its head and say, from a Fulham perspective, it would probably surely be difficult to see a Liverpool midfield consisting of Harvey Elliott and, and Fabio Carvalho. Yeah, it, it's it's been a, a tough 24 hours. And I mean, it's something we've been wrestling with for ages, this new Carvalho contract, and it's never come. And it's something that, as a club, Fulham have got wrong too many times now, which is top youth prospects who have shown their quality in the academy sides and the age group football and then have been allowed to enter the last year of their contract just as they break into the first team which is probably the worst time you could have a young player entering the last year of their contract because it attracts interest and teams know that they can pick them up for for a snip of what they're worth or even free and which is where i think this this deal the rumored five million pounds deal um, to Liverpool is incredible value and I think it, it will pain Fulham fans and it pains me to continuously see our youth prospects disappear for phenomenal fees The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo I mean this with all due respect and I hope you kind of get on the same <laughs> path that I'm, I'm going here with, with talking about it you said in terms of transitioning maybe to Liverpool Fulham fans, maybe the only concern would be seeing how much game time he would get. I suppose actually for his development, going from a team that has been dominant and scored so many goals in the championship, rather than it looks as though Fulham will get promoted this season. I hope I've not jinxed it for you, but <laughs> going from a side who could well struggle next season, we've we've seen how Fulham have coped the last couple of times they've been in the Premier League. Actually, it may be more of kind of a, a home from home going into a Liverpool system, into another dominant side. Yeah, and actually it's something we saw with Harvey Elliott, right, which is that he went out on loan, dropped down back into the championship to a team that was committed to playing possession-based football. They knew that Harvey Elliott would get a lot of the ball at Blackburn and would find his feet, get used to that physicality, not played a lot of, of sort of senior football. And that was a really good move for him. And that's the problem with, you know, and especially in number 10 with Fulham, how much ball would he see? It's, it's hard to know, and we'll, we'll, if we do get there, we'll see how Marco Silva adapts. But I wouldn't be surprised if, when Fabio comes in, if Klopp 
looks at him, if he's not entirely sure if he's quite ready, I wouldn't be surprised to see a loan move to a specifically possession-oriented team so that, again, he can just build those minutes and, and get in a team that's playing in a similar way to Liverpool. Do you think he'd, do you think he's ready for the Premier League? I mean, you probably watch that Fulham team week in, week out and think it's already a Premier League team in the Championship. But do you feel he is ready to make that step? Yeah, I, I think I don't think there's much question of that now. I think we've seen enough of him. We're looking at it's 18 um, matches he, he's played, I think, this season. And he's shown his quality and he's playing alongside other players that I believe are Premier League quality, I personally believe that Harry Wilson is, uh, and people will presumably laugh at me when I say Alexander Mitrovic is, but when you look at his numbers in general, I believe he is a Premier League quality footballer who's ended up playing in very poor Premier League sides, which as a striker is difficult. And he's looked at the same level as they have. And I think that's the biggest plus you can say to him. And when you look at the players that he's getting picked over, are players with Premier League experience, the likes of Bobby Decker-Dover-Reed, who's had two seasons of, of Premier League football. He's reduced Marco Silva to having to make a decision constantly between picking Tom Kearney or Jean-Michel Serri, who both, again, have Premier League experience and some international experience. It just shows the quality this kid has. Yeah, definitely. That is intriguing because obviously Kearney was was captain on that that first promotion when you you won the playoff final, and as you say, Seri was very very highly rated ahead of arriving at Fulham in the Premier League. I suppose then, <clears throat> talking a bit to the deal itself, how important this speculation that Liverpool may well consider allowing Carvalho to stay at Fulham for the remainder of the season? A, how important do you think for Fulham in a negotiating tactic that will be? And two, I suppose, how important for the player himself is it actually to stay within those confines of continuing to, I suppose, help see out the job that he's he's done so much in in getting Fulham to where they are right now? Yeah, it's, it's caused a lot of debate. Um, as always with these things, you sort of see people, as soon as a deal goes, looks like it's going through, they never want to see him ever again because it, it seems like a, a betrayal of the club. But I think that there's always going to be value in, in bringing back a player who's, who's first choice. I think... I would stick my neck out and say that I reckon that Fulham will get promoted. And I think that at this stage, it probably could happen with or without him. But for a player who has played the full season so far, if the option's there on the table, then it makes sense. It does add value to a deal that in terms of financial terms is quite a low value deal for what he is. I think if you gave me the choice, though, between having him come back on loan for six months or telling me that there's a 20% sell-on clause in the deal. I think I see more value in the 20% sell-on clause. Um, but ideally, you'd have both. I think for Fabio, I think it's great. I think it's important for him because right now his confidence is right at the top. You know, it's it's, it's the highest it will have ever been so far in his career. And so the opportunity just to keep ticking over, to keep doing that, I think it would be good for him as well because Liverpool fans will now consciously be looking out for him you know, watching Fulham games, watching the highlights, seeing what he's capable of. And he'll want to show them and he'll want to show Klopp that that this is this is why I deserve to be in that eighteen man squad for every league game. So I think it I think it works well for Fabio. I think it works well for Liverpool and there's always going to be benefit for Fulham because they're keeping a good player for the rest of the season. Yeah, a couple of final points I just want to get into. One being around he has missed a bit of playing time through injury 
this season. I know it's a, a small sample size. It's his first full season, sort of a, a first team level. So I appreciate it might be difficult to, to answer. But one nervousness for Liverpool fans this season has been around that midfield and actually the availability. I mean, so much has been spoken of not replacing Jorginho Wijnaldum and his greatest strength, just how dependable he was. It sounds like Carvalho could have the makings of being moulded into that kind of player. Wijnaldum arrived as a number 10 and was very much moved into a functional midfield player. You've you've said he's press resistant and that would be a similar trait. Is there anything to worry in terms of that fitness record or or do you think that is just kind of a, a one-off injury here and there that he's he's picked up? Yeah, it was quite an innocuous one, actually. Um, it was a toe injury that just kept him out for quite a while. It was just an awkward one. Other than that, he's he hasn't picked up anything anything injury-wise this season. And when you actually watch him play, he gets clattered quite a lot. So he's he's developing that sort of physical toughness along with the mental toughness playing in the championship this season. It's always going to happen when you're five foot, not very much, and nippy. Championship players don't take too kindly to that. So he's had a few laid on him and he's coped with it well. And then in terms of sort of more serious injuries, muscular injuries, stuff like that, we've, we've not seen anything. And he's been playing you know, in the championships, often a three-game week. You're looking at a, a Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday fixture list. And he's coped with that absolutely fine other than when he was injured. And he started the majority of games for Fulham. Yeah, no, definitely. Very, very interesting. Final one I want to ask you then. I've I've dropped a few names through the course of this. Coutinho, Firmino and Wijnaldum there. In terms of getting an identity of what kind of player, I'm sure you'll tell me he'll be Fabio Carvalho. But in terms of for Liverpool fans to identify, do you see maybe he could be that heir to, to Wijnaldum? You said that maybe a, a move into the midfield could well be where he sees himself fitting in. Yeah, I, I think for Fabio, his best bet, in terms of getting game time, is slotting into an eight role. And I think that's where he could probably provide the most value to this Liverpool team, especially long-term when you look at the midfield, how it's just ageing slightly and they, it does need a little bit of a, a youthful push into it, as we saw with Harvey Elliott starting the season. And so I would say that that number eight role, if he can make it his own, it could be a great opportunity for him. I think that you won't see the best of him as Liverpool fans if he is stuck out wide or fleeting appearances at, as a sort of false nine because he can't affect the game as much from those areas. No, interesting. Being be really intriguing to see if he is to arrive. He, Curtis Jones, Harvey Elliott, kind of in that those number eight roles moving forward with Fabinho behind. Plenty to get excited about. Dan, really appreciate you taking the time to to join us. Brilliant insight there. You want to let sort of people know where they can they can keep up to date with your work and if he is to remain at Fulham for the remainder of the season, I'm sure you'll be keeping a very close eye on him. Yes, absolutely. So uh, I'm a writer and, and podcaster over at Fulhamish. So we are the sort of the main Fulham Media fan account. So please do come over, have a listen to some of the podcasts. You'll get a bit more insight into Fabio Carvalho as a player. Have a read of some of the articles that we've done on him um, because I think this is someone you should be really excited about. So it's worth doing some more digging. Yeah, definitely. Cheers, Dan. Really appreciate your time. Well, we'll have to wait and see if Liverpool can conclude a deal before transfer deadline day. Of course, his contract situation is up in the summer. Liverpool could well go to tribunal, but there are other clubs chasing. So the Reds keen to get a deal done on deadline day. From myself, Guy Clark and Dan Cook, thanks for joining us here on this edition of the Blood Red Podcast. It's bye for now. You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.